This is Arvo's. Sid just there. We've got her own. That one was a dedication. Uh, we just got a text in that said, thank you, Agenda. I would like to dedicate a song to my partner, Victoria, a song I dedicate to her being so kick-ass, which is a nice dedication. Uh, before that, you heard Coco Solid with Don't Know If You Heard, and right up the top was Come May Way by Sudan Archives, which was a dedication from Deborah Kelly to her partner, Sue Goldfish. Very cool dedications there. And we want to know yours for International Women's Day. Who is inspiring you? Dedicate it to the female identifying people in your life who are mentoring you or who you think are just really cool 
Speaking of cool, we're joined now by Sook, the band. Sook? Sook. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hey. Okay. They've been called the fiercest band kicking around New South Wales right now with an attitude that's Ooh. hard not to latch on to. They don't give a fuck Ooh. what you think. Language warning. And they're going to make music whether you like it or not. Today we asked them, what's it like to be a female musician? Just kidding. No. no. Oh, my God. God. I was just about to say. Like, damn it. <laughs> don't worry. We're not asking you that. <laughs> Thank God. Um, when did Sook first start as a band? Ooh. September. Well, originally, yeah, yeah, on tours. We, yeah, we were like a kind of a joke at the beginning. Good. We started as a meme page, actually. Pretty much. <laughs> like, we had the idea of making music, but we just didn't do it pretty much until... Because I was on tour with my other band, Viralize, and Shane was a supporting act with their solo project, and we just brought Michaela along. Cause yeah, I just wanted she's to go a bit to of Queensland. A laugh. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget, we were in a, a backpackers in, in Coffs Harbour, and it was like 10.30 at night and um, Michaela just wanted to write this song. We're like, you got to go to sleep. Like, you got to be quiet. And she's like, no, I'm finishing this song. We're not doing anything to we finish. So and then there's me with like my little half-size Valencia acoustic. Like. <laughs> I'm sure you were very popular. <laughs> um, we've been asking people today to um, send in their dedications for International Women's Day. And it's like my favourite thing to ask uh, musicians who they kind of who got them interested in music to start off with do you have any musicians that I mean it would be really good if they were female identifying or you know if you <laughs> want to say talk about Dylan, Radiohead okay. that's cool but <laughs> what are the kind of who got you interested in music well I'm gonna start off and say Patty Smith she's the yes. queen big reveal. Right big reveal. not that big she's just an idol she writes with such sincerity and you know sings with such power it's just it's kind of amazing it's you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to courtney love too oh yeah Whoa. Oh, kathleen Hanna. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i in with a game changer actually Same. i first yeah. started writing music because i heard of this band called circus survive and i didn't know that the singer was a dude because his voice was so high so Still i'm totally counts. gonna we'll count that yeah 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 <laughs> So it was Anthony think, Green and he's amazing. Yeah. I think you can be inspired by people of all genders. Yes, one of, my, um, one of my friends showed me Violet when I was 14 and I was like, this is the best song ever. This mm. is like, there, there is no better song in the universe than this song. Yeah, this that's, is it. Ooh, that's Skater Boy. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> um, but you're not just a meme page and a band. You're also, um, you put on festivals as well, or boutique festivals, I believe Ooh. they're called. Um, what got you interested in, or what kind of inspired you to uh, put on festivals? Is it because you've had such an excellent experience in the past? or no, well, no, so It was Sarah's my- birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I want to chuck a sick gig. Because um, I originally was supposed to be moving down to Wollongong in January, that that didn't really work out. So I thought I still want to throw a mad house party with all my favorite bands and my friends, but not at a house. So yeah. we threw it at One Bar Bowler, and it was sick. It was yeah. fun. Truly. It was definitely just supposed to be like at the start, like just like a few bands, and then like, oh, what if we get some artists on board, and what if we get DJs, and then it just turned into such a such a bigger thing and um it was really cool just to see um so many different what's the word so many different elements. factors yeah elements come together to create 
something that was really cool for us. And now we're a brand. So that's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Who does all your branding, actually? Because you've got some pretty great illustrations. Um, Sarah. Oh, Sarah does, Sarah does like, pretty much all of our... You're a bit of a art. renaissance woman. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. So Sookfest was the first festival, and now you're doing Girls in Gong? Yeah. yeah. So Girls in Gong started... Um, one of my mates from down in Wollongong, he kind of just said... Um, I've got this date. Um, I was really impressed with what you guys did with Sookfest. Do you want to put on a show? And we were like, yeah. And um, so we we started off with kind of like a female uh, female idea. Um, obviously, wasn't expecting to get the all female lineup that we got in the end. But then, yeah, it it just happened that every um, every artist on that lineup is a female, and we're just so excited to showcase what we think are some of the best female artists um, from around Australia. Like. Um, We've got Dalmatia coming from Canberra. They're really good. And then uh, Good Pash from Sydney. Oh, yeah. They're Such yeah. good names. Yeah, Homewrecker <laughs> from Wollongong. Shout out to my Homewrecker girls. And um, Kel, she's in Toddy. And then a new band called The Bettys. It'll be their first um, first show ever. It oh. sounds so good. When is it happening? The 17th of March at RAD in Wollongong. And, and you can still get tickets? Uh, yeah, so the tickets are on the door. There's no pre-sales. And $5, so it's really cheap. So come. And support your ladies. Uh, do you think we should listen to Hole with Violet? I, oh, I don't yeah. Think that. Great, Goodbye. I'll just, I'll I've just find it. I've been listening to that like two times a day recently. <laughs> uh, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to an International Women's Day, Arvo's Takeover. We're chatting to Sook, the band, and we'll chat to them a little bit more about their debut single right after this track from Hole. When the sky was made of amethyst. And all the stars are just like little fish You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no
You're listening to Arvo's on FBI Radio. We're joined by Sook. Well, three members of Sook. Uh, and we just wanted to ask you about your debut single that's been kind of making the rounds of FBI's uh, playlist lately called I'm Not Your Woman. Ooh. Whose woman are you not? Um, sorry, I wrote that question. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Every man's is <laughs> in existence. Every woman. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. You're nobody's. We are oh. our own women yes (laughs) did you co-write the track or was it someone's uh song that they kind of worked on more or like what's your writing process we all kind of worked on it together in a certain way but at different times like it began i just wrote the lyrics and i had no tune in mind it was just kind of like a big kind of get stuffed and then as shane was saying like in our um coffs harbor motel we were... I just had this riff. Yeah. I've been, like, the process that we kind of have been doing is just Matt comes up with lyrics, I come up with music, and Shane helps us put it all together. Yeah. Sounds like a good things. setup. Mm. Yeah, yeah that works really well. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I've never been in a band before. I've never been a singer. But I've, all, like, I've always written poetry, so it's just kind of... This is an outlet that's heard more mm. that I can put it to. We, we all really feed off each other, which is really good. Um, and, and it makes, like, it brings so much more energy into the music when, you know, one person will do something, it's like, yeah, that's, like, that's really good, and then you can just, like, keep going, um, which is, yeah, really cool. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty cohesive process, or, like, yeah. a process that feels kind of natural as well. Yeah, no, it definitely does feel natural. But and, like, artistically, at the centre of it, you are essentially a meme page. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what's, what's, one of the, what's one of the good ones? Um, um, what do you call, like, is a Ritz cracker singularly a writ or a Ritz? Oh like, you just... God. Please answer, it keeps us up at night. Text <laughs> Ritz or writ. Ritz or writ. 0409-945-945, writ. Is it the singular of Ritz crackers? <laughs> Very important. Is Ritz uh, a form of Ritalin? Ah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, now you know. Thanks, Sai. I do Ritz, not Ritz prescribe Ritz. <laughs> what has the reception to I'm Not Your Woman been like? Because it's a pretty, I nuts. mean. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. It's actually, uh, it's actually crazy. Like, we've just been overwhelmed and surprised. Like We didn't expect it to go anywhere. Like, we thought we'd just put it out there, see what happens, and, like, the amazing amount of support that we've gotten has just been overwhelming and crazy and amazing. (laughs) It's just kind of otherworldly. Like, 
you just wouldn't expect it for a first, like the first song that we ever released ever. We were just kind of like, yeah, we'll build up our profile and, you know, we'll get there. It's totally like an out-of-body experience. Oh. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, oh, that band is doing things. Oh, shit, that's me. Describe it. Well, I think it is such a passionate song. Like, it really does have a lot of passion in the song, though. Like, you listen to it and you can tell that you're really attached to, like, the weight of it, I think. Oh, oh, oh yeah. A bunch yeah. of angry ladies. Yeah, we just... We're sick of it. We're so <laughs> sick of it. Matt, Max has been noted, um, known to, like, just break down and, and cry when she sings. <laughs> no, no, it's not fun. Like, it, it's, 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 it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. It's just, like, she can channel so much power from it that, like, it's, it's really a surreal thing to see. Just watch her, like, sing and then scream and then just all this emotion comes out. It's really, it's really cool. It's just, like, good as well because I've, I was slash still am an actor. So, like, to channel that into a performance that has so many other elements other than just being true to yourself is just, it's crazy. And it makes you feel all these really strange and new things on the spot. You just think, wow never felt that before but let's just roll with it it's real good are you playing any shows coming up oh yeah <laughs> we've got one tonight um at rab bar in Wollongong with walkin white blanks and wave on it's gonna be real sick come and then we're playing at rad with razors wolves and then on the 24th uh, on the 24th and then in the rule oh yeah we're playing Finbox. yeah Finbox homemade store. creations um with letters to lions and yeah the moving stills i think yeah, yeah. it's like a mini Tex. mini fezzy thing as well there's like yeah. food vegan cool. food oh hell yeah nice um and then you know april 6th at rad with uh this adelaide band Donnarumma. Donnarumma, yeah. Yeah, yeah and really Naughty cool. Naughty and the Good Boys. Shout out to Naughty Naughty. Then <laughs> <laughs> April 13th, uh, Botany View with Sick Chicks. Yeah, yeah first really Sydney show in a while, so that's yeah. going to be good. Oh, so many shows sounds, coming up. I'm glad you're coming back to Sydney because it sounds like a very emotional live show. Yeah. We can pop some links up uh, on the Arvo's show page. Uh, Live stream it from our meme page. <laughs> True, yeah, but sorry, from the meme page, of <laughs> course. The filter that gives you a cat. So hat. far, we don't have any closure on whether a Ritz cracker oh, is wait. a singularly We've got a some text. Please. Oh, oh, no, Mr. sorry. Science. They're all love song dedications, which are equally as great. Keep them coming. But yeah. if you have the answer to the Ritz cracker question, that's uh, the most pressing issue on International Women's Day. Yeah, really right now. It wants me. Uh, <laughs> Shane, Sarah and Michaela, thank you so much for coming in this afternoon to chat to us. Thank you so thank much you for having us. Thank you for having us. This is Sook with I'm Not Your Woman.
The spectacular debut album from international eight-piece band Superorganism is out now. Bursting with rich samples and perfectionist production, the self-titled album beams with a sense of fun. Something for your Featuring the singles Everybody Wants To Be Famous and Something For Your Mind. Super Organism, the debut album, is out now on Domino Records. Proud sponsors of FBI Radio. Bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. Bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. Bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. Bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. BX boy to the grave. Up in the slums, now I'm here for the rage. Black girl, bitch, you never turn the page. I'm a fucking beast, better keep me in the cage. He's a bum, bitch. Fuck a nigga just to make chips. I'm a rock star, wanna pick. Wanna talk slick. Send it to the pen, call a pick. Leave her with a patch on her eyelash. She bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. Bitch, I'm on top now. Where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch. Bump that. I'm the queen of the shit, bitch. Fuck that. Out in London with my London guy Looking hella fancy in my London ride Eating tasty crepes, see, you know it's good Quay dash a problem and you know I'm hood I don't need no friends, I don't need no man But I love them haters cause they on my fans Wanna autograph for you wanna follow Got a heavy flow that these hoes can swallow You don't want no beef, better keep it cute Cause Quay dash taking all your loot It's a fucking promise, it's a fucking deal I don't give no fuck cause they know I'm real I don't give no fuck cause they know I'm real I don't give no fuck cause they know I'm real I don't give no fuck cause they know I'm real Cause they know I'm real, cause they know Bitch, I'm on top now, where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch, bump that I'm the queen of the shit, bitch, fuck that Bitch, I'm on top now, where your funds at? Click, click, pal, where your guns at? Shit, yeah, really had to do it, bitch, bump that I'm the queen of the shit, bitch, fuck that To the grave Against the stunning backdrop of Sydney Harbour, Future Classic presents Mount Kimby for the Twilight at Taronga series. With their fully realised album, Love What Survives, Mount Kimby have played a central role in forging a new form for electronic music. Joining the duo on Friday, March 9, are progressive electronic standouts Kuchka and Christopher Port. Grab your tickets for the Taronga Zoo performance through Mosh Ticks. 
Future Classic, sponsoring FBR Radio. What's new on FBI Radio this week? Since being randomly chosen to freestyle alongside ASAP Rocky, Sydney's Kwame is the man now on his new song, Wow. You the man now, popping on the gram now. They ain't drop before you show my love, they want to care now. About to hit the set. Angie McMahon is tired of being your sweetheart on the follow-up to her debut single, Missing Me. some virtuoso space jazz magic on the new album by Mildlife, Phase. These bops and the latest from Peggy Goo, No Mono and Wiki. You can hear them first on 94.5 FM, digital radio and streaming online through Spotify and on demand at fbiradio.com slash new music. 50% Australian music with half of that from Sydney, only on FBI Radio. How'd you get to Sweet 
culture is a complex phenomenon that seems to elude all definition. You're tuned into FBI's Culture Guide. Get your daily dose of Sydney culture. You're listening to Arvo's on FBI Radio. It's now time for Culture Guide with Malika Gazula. Hi. Hi, Malika. Um, yeah, so today we actually have a special edition culture guide for International Women's Day. Um, to start us off, an event as part of Agenda 2018. So if you tuned into Arvo's last Friday, you would have heard from the girls from the Agenda team, Sibel Malinowski and Kara O'Dowd, on some of the concepts and inspirations behind the project. And essentially, Agenda is a celebration of the great talent, wisdom and experience of many women in the photography industry in Australia and the key goal behind this agenda initiative was to bolster the careers of female photographers and consequently inspire the new generation and also recognise the work um, of these photographers and also work towards equal wages and opportunities for women in the industry. Just FYI, it's it's a little bit confusing because our regular show on Saturday morning is also called Agenda, but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there are many uh, uses of the term Agenda and this photography exhibition sounds amazing. Who's part of it? Yeah, so pretty much it's actually a collective of um, female photographers. Uh, Sibelle actually, who came in last week, is like the founder of it and she came and she talked about her experiences and everything and um, they're actually... I don't have the list of um, all of the photographers involved, but you can check them out online. But yeah, they're just a bunch of really inspirational women and their work, I'm such a big fan of all of them. Um, and from the interview actually last week, I just want to mention Cara O'Dowd, one of the photographers, as part of this exhibition, actually told us like a story about how every time she'd be out on like location for a shoot, um, people would always assume she was like the makeup artist or the stylist or something and how that just kind of really embodied everything wrong with the industry and the systematic like attitudes that are really indoctrinated and like prevalent in all workforces and not just like photography. But um, yeah, this initiative is actually stretched out into four events. Um, today is their pop-up portrait shoot at Hyatt Regency in Sydney, which they're doing in collaboration with Sun Studios. Um, so definitely worth checking that one out. And the exhibition actually opens tomorrow and you can view it at the Hyatt Regency Gallery in Sydney. So yeah, plenty cool. of cool things happening. Is there anything else on today? Yeah, we've got a couple of things. Um, so there's actually two really cool theatre productions. Um, the first of which is called um, Single Asian Female and it's playing at Belvoir Theatre and it's written by Michelle Law and directed by Claire Christian. And it's a really feel-good show full of joy. It's sassy, fierce, very funny. They describe it as an as Australian domesticity like you've never seen it before. <laughs> so the plot tackles racial stereotypes and family with sensitivity, but also a really unique sweet and sour kind of humour. And the play is a really beautiful celebration of Asian identity and female friendship, as well as the complex relationship between migrant mothers and second generation daughters, which to me personally like resonates so strongly as I am like a second generation daughter. And I feel like there are so many like complexities surrounding this identity that aren't really spoken about or addressed. So to see a production like this 
um, really come out and start some discussion, you know, surrounding that. It really elevates our voices and identities in a society where it's always so oppressed and marginalized. <laughs> oh, God. So I highly recommend you check this one out. It's been running since the 16th of February and it closes on the 25th of March. So you have plenty of time to check it out. The ticket is between 37 to $72 and you can catch it at Belvoir Theatre, which is in Surrey Hills. That's it looks so funny. I'm really, I'm really excited to see it. Yeah. And it's like I'm very sceptical of anything written by a woman that's described as sassy, but it actually like <laughs> yeah. all of the reviews I've heard have been like yeah. incredible. And you're right, it is like not a narrative that's often represented in Australian theatre in particular. Um, and the fact that it's gotten such good reviews is really exciting. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to see it. Mm. Um, so we're going to take a track now. The song that you heard before we started Culture Guide was selected for us today by Music New South Wales as part of their Women in Electronic Music program's new partnership with Agenda, the radio show, which is our radio show on Saturday mornings. We're really confusing. We're really confusing. <laughs> There's a lot of agendas flying around. Um, but Women in Electronic Music, uh, the program is a series of events which are programmed by Music New South Wales in partnership uh, with FBI Radio, which highlight the talent and incredible women um, in inspiring women in Australia's electronic music scene. Yeah, in the past two years, the program has consisted of a range of events, including artist talk, industry roundtables, masterclasses and artist showcases. Previous Women in Electronic Music masterclasses have covered topics from audio engineering and DJing to collaborative songwriting, led by the likes of Rainbow Chan, who we just heard from, Miss Blanks, and... Unique. Um, so in 2018, the program will expand to include mentorships and networking events, as well as masterclasses for women and gender non-conforming people aspiring to get involved in electronic music. Make sure you follow Music New South Wales to stay across any women in electronic music announcements. You can also listen back to a playlist of their tracks chosen by Music New South Wales for International Women's Day on their Spotify page. So from, from here on in, we're going to be playing uh, songs that Music New South Wales have programmed for this special edition of Arvos. Uh, the first one that we heard was by Rainbow Chan just before. It was called Bad Behaviour. And this one is by Feels. It's called Prior Engagement. Stick around for more culture with Malika Gazula up next.
You're tuned in to FBI's Culture Guide, brought to you by City of Sydney, making Sydney a more vibrant place to live, work and visit. Tales of Sydney, a new five-part podcast from City of Sydney is all about the animals who share our city. Subscribe to Tales of Sydney wherever you get your podcasts or go to talesofsydneypodcast.com. Brought to you by City of Sydney, sponsoring FBI Radio. That was Feels with Prior Engagement and we're on Culture Guide at the moment for a very special International Women's Day Culture Guide with Malika Gazula. What else is going on this week? Yeah, so we just talked about a theatre production and if you're still really keen on checking out some more theatre, um, there's also another really cool one happening called Grace Jones' Bloodlight and Balmy. I'm not sure if it's Bammy or Balmy, but I was like, oh, I'll just go with it. <laughs> but yeah, so this play is an electrifying journey through the performance, private and public worlds of pop cultural icon Grace Jones. And if you're not familiar with Grace's character, she's larger than life. She's fierce and androgynous and we discover her as a lover, daughter, mother, sister and even grandmother as she submits herself to our gaze and allows us to understand what constitutes her mask. So this is going to be a really empowering play. There'll be some really unique performances, I think, also some incorporation of music. Um, I think you should really check this one out. It screens tonight at Event Cinemas on George Street at 6.45pm. Cool. I think that one's a film screening, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That sounds great. Um, And then you had one more thing happening tonight that you wanted to mention. Yeah. And this one was actually a little favourite of mine. So before we go, I want to leave you with one last event. And it's actually a recurring one that you can catch every week. But FBI's very own Sam Groth hosts Mad Trivia Night at the New Britannia every Thursday at 7pm. So if you're up to date on the current affairs of the world, big and small. They mention, like, Kardashian goss in the bio, like, whatever. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> I will finally exactly. have my moment. <laughs> if you need to, if you really need to flex your wits and, um, like, <laughs> extensive knowledge of, like, what's happening with the Kardashians' I do. lives. I really do need <laughs> an it's outlet. Important. Yeah. <laughs> then you can definitely head along to the New Britannia. And um, I think this will be a really good night. Malika, thanks so much for keeping us up to date on all of this uh, special edition International Women's Day culture. Thank you for having me. Happening around Sydney tonight. Uh, we're going to take a track right after this from Yeji. It's called After That, and it's been curated by Music New South Wales in uh, the spirit of our new partnership with Music New South Wales, which is really exciting. You've been listening to Culture Guide. Thanks, Malika. You've been listening to FBI's Culture Guide, brought to you by City of Sydney, making Sydney a more vibrant place to live, work and visit. Tales of Sydney, a new five-part podcast from City of Sydney is all about the animals who share our city. Subscribe to Tales of Sydney wherever you get your podcasts or go to talesofsydneypodcast.com. Brought to you by City of Sydney, sponsoring FBI Radio.
Katie Day just there with Only to Trip and Fall Down Again. You're listening to Arvos on FBI Radio. And it's a special International Women's Day Arvos. And we're joined now by Asrita Namanis, lecturer in the Department of Gender and Cultural Studies at the University of Sydney and author of Bodies of Water, Post-Human, Post-Human Feminist Phenomenology. Mm, hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> we are so excited. We were saying before we came on that we've been, we've been wanting to have you on the show for so long, but because last year was so insane we didn't actually get a chance to bring you on so I feel like over the past couple of years we've all been talking about this kind of crisis of feminism and where we go from here so we were really excited to talk to you about feminist phenomenology after humans Mm. and um and how it relates to water as Mm. well which is kind Mm. of exciting so I was wondering if you could talk about the premise um of your book Mm. okay well maybe I can start by saying when people um ask me 
someone asked me this actually uh, just the other day. I was doing a guest lecture at the NYU campus here in Sydney, and someone said, "Well, how did you get into you know thinking about you know feminist and environmentalism?" Um, and I said, "It's sort of like I was an accidental environmental scholar. I started thinking uh, my training is in rather in in feminist theory, and um, my undergrad and my my graduate degree was thinking about feminist uh, theories of embodiment. And when you start thinking about the body in so much detail, and you realize that everything you put in it comes from somewhere, and everything that comes out of it goes to somewhere, and this myth of being these sort of discrete, zipped up skins of bodies, like we're not." Not, we're so interdependent with the world. It's like, how can you not also care about the environment? Um, so, although in my sort of spare time, I you know enjoyed uh, the environment in many ways. As a scholar, it really came through feminism. It's sort of like. Um, if you're really going to take your feminism seriously and think about care and interdependence and what we owe to one another and a sort of deep relational ethics, how can you not extend that beyond human bodies? I imagine it is kind of just thinking about it now, quite psychically damaging to think about your body as this kind of discrete sack oh, of yeah. flesh, and that it just kind just of kind of bobbing around completely yeah. on its own, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you, think, do you think that, um, I know there are lots of different kinds of feminism, but mm. in general, do you think there is a more of a nuanced idea of that, about the kind of interrelationship of? Um, well, my, uh, you know, sort of my training and where I was coming out of um, was very much a sort of um, like a phenomenological tradition in philosophy, sort of from Simone de Beauvoir and Iris Marion Young and and uh, sort of phenomenologists thinking about embodiment. But I think nowadays, my inspirations within feminist theory and um, sort of gender studies thinking is from really sort of radical intersectional thinking about um, marginality more broadly. And so, you know, um, to think about the intersections of race, gender, class, sexuality, coloniality, age, you know, ability, you know, we have to add, you know, species in there and our sort of privilege as human beings in a more than human world as well. And then I think that just makes the idea of you know, intersectionality much more robust and um, and really responding to this total crisis we're in right now living on this planet. We've had people, I mean, in the past, we've had uh, people text in being really confused about the mm. relationship between feminism and the environment. Mm. I was wondering if you could just like break it down for us a little sure. bit. Partly so because we're, we're a little bit confused <laughs> about it as well. And we, we, we reassure people that they're related. There is, there is a connection. But we, we don't quite know why. Well, okay, so maybe I can do it kind of the way I introduced my undergrad unit. Um, just this week we started, um, uh, I, I teach a course on uh, gender and environment. And I put up some slides, you know, and I'm like, okay, here's... Donald Trump and, you know, his famous quote about pussy grabbing. And here's, you know, Standing Rock and Dakota Access Pipeline protests. You know, what's the connection between pussy grabbing and land grabbing? What's the connection between, you know, protesting, um, you know, Manus uh, uh, and refugee crisis in Australia and thinking about Invasion Day and thinking about how we treat, you know, animals or the water or the Cook's River or, you know, and you, I just sort of put these pictures up for students and I say, there's no right answer, but I get them thinking. And, and, you know, so their answers are things like, well, who has power? How is power distributed? What um, sorts of 
ideologies like heteropatriarchy and, you know, white supremacy and coloniality, you know, instill a way of thinking about others in the world that, you know, is such that it's no surprise that we treat marginalized people in the same way as we treat marginalized non-human others. And that's not the only way they're connected, but I think to start thinking about it from the place of structures of power and sort of ideologies that uphold those structures of power where, you know, environmental degradation and racism and misogyny and coloniality are all connected. Like they're not they're not like each other in a sort of analogy. They're absolutely connected and they support each other. So to dismantle one, you have to dismantle them all. Like um, one of, if I can keep just talking for yes, 10 seconds, yes. um, <laughs> one of my favorite authors right now, now is a, a woman named Claire Jean Kim, and she writes um, from California about um, racism and critical animal studies and uh, sexism and misogyny. And, you know, she has this quote that always just gives me shivers. She says, you know, can we imagine a world where we dismantle sort of patriarchy, but racism still exists or where we achieve, you know, justice for animals, but homophobia still exists? You know, do we want that world? No, of course not. So if it's really about tackling all of those intersected um, systems of power together because they do absolutely uphold each other. Yeah, and I think absolutely acknowledging how those systems are interconnected is so important mm -hmm. as well. I mean, I, yeah, there's been a few uh, challenging kind of uh, statements that I've heard today um, on International Women's Day of why uh, we're putting it kindly um, to paraphrase about why the day is only about you know cisgendered women's issues which yeah. is absolutely wrong you know like it yeah. it should be yeah and it's so reductive to kind of fall back on hierarchies of oppression i think to be like well yeah. you know rather than thinking of them uh, thinking of it as like interrelated mm -hmm. yeah is far more interesting and i'm glad that you brought up who you're interested in reading because today it's been really it's been interesting interviewing artists and bands about mm. the people that got them interested in music mm. and it's mainly whole <laughs> and, um, bikini kill, but there are other people. I'm Patty Smith. Very white riot girl yeah, yeah, yeah. movements that we've been so talking good. about. But um, right. yeah, I think today has been really good. And we've also been asking listeners to text in on oh four oh nine nine four five nine four five, and we've been asking about who your mentors have been and who's been inspiring you. We've also been asking whether the plural, the singular of Ritz Cracker, <laughs> is Ritz mm. or Rit, um, and one caller. Gave us the answer. And it is, in fact, Ritz is the singular. So, um, well, Sook the gosh, band. I know. The, the, a band called Sook came in before and they brought it up and we were like, oh my God, <laughs> you're right. The most pressing concerns for feminism. Yeah, exactly. You heard it here first. Uh, if you've just tuned in, we're talking to Dr. Estrida Namanis uh, about the connection between feminism and the environment. Uh, we will talk more about that right after this track from Jlin. It's called Holy Child.
Lynn just there with Holy Child. You're listening to the International Women's Day special uh, edition of Arvos with myself, Katie Winton and Isabel Hawthorburn. And we're joined by Dr. Estrida Naimanis uh, to talk about the relationship between feminism and the environment. And just to nut out some of the things that we haven't quite understood <laughs> throughout the year, it's been lots of fun. And we've been asking you to text in with the people, maybe their mentors or people that have inspired you um, this year. And so we wanted to extend that to you um, within the kind of realms of gender studies Mm. and environmental humanities. Mm. Um, Who is there anyone that you've kind of come across, either theorists or writers, that um, you wanted to give a special International Women's Day shout out to? (laughs) Wow, there are so many um, inspiring ones. Um, I think right now, in a contemporary sense, I'm reading uh, people like Métis scholar Zoe Todd, Vanessa Agar Jones. Um, Elizabeth Pavanelli, Catherine Youssef, some great ones. But in terms of real inspiration, you know, I have to go total old school and say, you know, I still return constantly to Adrienne Rich and Audre Lorde. And what I find really amazing about that return um, is how, like, they're environmental thinkers, you know? Really? Um, absolutely. So, okay, there's a poem, and everyone go out and read this poem now. If One you thing we've yet. banned, we've been banned from re- reading poetry Have out I? on. Well, I think well, it's a I'm not going to read it out now, but, you know, at home, please do. Just like it's, Googling it, ready, getting ready to okay, read it. Okay, so it's called um, Diving into the Wreck, and it takes five minutes to read, so we're not going to read it out loud. Um, but it's a poem. Um, in which the narrator dives from uh, a a schooner down into sort of the deep and the dark and the black water looking for this wreck. You know, she's like, you know, I'm coming to look for the wreck. And um, she finds some things there. And there's some really interesting stuff going on. But for me, this poem has just become like the emblem of where we are right now. You know, sort of these future selves looking back to this time we're in and diving down and seeing the mess that we made and you know what do we find there and and it's really interesting because the last line of the poem spoiler alert (laughs) she says you know our names do not appear and I think it's really um for me it's partly about um the way in a sort of deep time sense you know as individuals we're, we're really kind of insignificant but we also are so significant that we can wreck the world, you know, Mm -hmm. and this real sort of paradox of thinking that sort of insignificance and monumental influence we're having on the planet at the same time. But, you know, thinking about Adrienne Rich a little bit more broadly in her work, you know, she was the one, she's like, when you don't know what to do, come back to the body. She's like, come back to the matter, come back to your bones, your teeth, your, you know, your sex, your, your, uh, where you come from, who your parents were, where you are geographically. And you start to sort of nut that out materially. And I mean, I do this a bit in, in, in the book that I published last year. And you start with the body and it's, it's matter, you know, not just this kind of abstract identity. It's like, well, I have really good teeth because I grew up in a middle-class home in the Western world with fluoridated water and, you know, I have strong bones for the same reason. I have, I don't have asthma because I didn't grow up in a, in a very polluted part of town, you know, like all of these things that you see how your body really um, is a, a capsule of the environment around you in so many ways. So I like to read Adrian Rich to sort of get me to really think about the matter of our bodies. And, you know, Audre Lorde, I mean, her phenomenal cancer journals are really all about environmental justice as well. And and the way that environmental justice is always parsed with 
race and class and sexuality um, and gender, right? And so I think these kind of classic texts are amazing places to go for feminist tools to think with and through the environment. Wow. I think we've learned a lot today yeah. um, in this interview. Thank you so much for coming in totally to my talk pleasure. to us. And maybe we can have you on another time for a weekend on agenda yeah. because I would love to. we have lots more questions totally. for you about and feminism and time and the body. So well. many things to unpack. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll pop a link up to where you can purchase your books. Can you purchase them? You or? can actually read my book for free <gasps> online. Amazing. You're a terrible saleswoman. I know, but I mean, <laughs> sorry, publisher, but the book is way too expensive, you know? Um, so if you Google Bloomsbury Collections and put my name in, you can find the whole thing for free online. Um, but you can also buy it or go to your library. Ask your library to buy it. That would be yeah. a good idea. That's great. And we might put a link up to the poem as well. That would yeah. be good. And we promise we won't read it because... I can't know. make any promises. <laughs> I love reading poetry. On air. Uh, well, thanks again. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank yeah. you so much. For coming. We've been really excited to have you on. Uh, this is uh, this is a track called Shanira by Fatima El Quadiri, Bobo Secret, and Lemma Three N. Don't quite know how to pronounce some uh, names that have like numbers in the title, but oh my, I'm gonna okay, go I have it. This is like my big qualm <laughs> is like bands and artists putting numbers in their name because Look. I always say it wrong, and everyone's like, actually, it's Kumquat, not C nine four So whatever, I'm old. Anyway, this song is called Shanira, and you're listening to the International Women's Day special of Arvo's.
Sydney Music, Art and Culture. This is FBI Radio. you are 